0: Put the cookie down! I need to find the Turbo Man doll.
1: Hello and welcome to I Thought They Smelled Bad on the Outside, a podcast that thinks humbug would be an awesome Pokémon. <laughs> With me today, we have a panel of awesome folks. Feel free to introduce
0: yourselves in no particular order.
2: Alright, I'll go, seeing as I'm furthest away. I'm Lindsay, currently in London. Go, well,
0: I, I'm Dylan. Uh, I'm Scott's friend from way back when. I'm uh, joining in from Fort Francis, Ontario, or also known as Way Out in the Boonies.
3: <laughs> and I'm Sam, and I don't want to be here.
1: <laughs> and I'm, of course, Scott, who runs this shit. Today we have a very serious topic to talk about. Christmas specials. Dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun. Deadly serious. And I think we should start off our little discussion of thing Christmas specials that can just go die in a fire.
3: We didn't do pick of the week.
1: Oh yeah, pick it. alright. <laughs> Let's start off with pick of the week and then we'll go on to Christmas specials that can die in a fire.
3: My pick of the week is my three year old nephew singing Oof. the Monster Truck song. That that's the best thing that happened to me all week. Outside of my ESL students giving me a present says, I'm a horrible grammar student, but I love you, miss. So see, my, my pick is children. It makes me sound like a pedophile. Oops. I'm not singing the Monster Truck song for you people. You had to be there to see it. Scott knows what it is, though. Yeah.
1: I don't think anyone can sing the Monster Truck song. It's half-mumbled.
3: <laughs> no, He tried so hard, though. He was like, Andy was singing the Monster Truck song, and as soon as he was done, he immediately turned to Scott and was like, Okay, Uncle Scott, now I'm teaching you the Monster Truck song. And then afterwards, he was like, Do you know what the words are? And we're all like, No. (laughs) (laughs) He was not very happy with us afterwards. (laughs) My nephew's kind of a special case. He also thinks Kirby is a piece of bubble gum. Do
1: you mean he's not?
3: (laughs) He's not. Puffy Pink Cloud.
1: Okay. Next pick of the week. I'll go, I'll go. Okay.
2: Okay, so I'm I'm a teacher, so I decided to make my students on the last day of term, keep in mind they're eight and nine years old, we decided to watch Labyrinth on YouTube. So they got the pleasure of witnessing David Bowie, and they and had no idea package. About <laughs> yep, and that. And they also got to, they were dancing around, they'll write the song, There's they're just like, Miss, you can sing, because children are liars. And they will compliment you when you stink. Yeah. So it was funny.
0: Okay. My, uh, my pick of the week would uh, would be, it's kind of like an expansion onto 4th uh, edition D&D. I tried it out the other day. It's called uh, Gamma World. And my, my friend got it for about, you know, $20 or something like that. So just a real good deal. He works at Indigo. Yeah. And we try to it. it is, it's, it's extremely simplified, but it's the kind of thing where you can just kind of pick up with it right away. Yeah. And it, uh, yeah, I don't know it, if you've talked about it already.
1: No, no. But I've sort of been keeping an eye on it for my other gig. And Gamma World's Nice is sort of the game you play when not everyone can make it. Mm-hmm. but I got to say the whole players getting their own cards and selling expansion packs at four bucks a pop is kind of bullshit.
0: <laughs> oh, that yeah, I wouldn't go ahead with all that, but it, like just with the core box, not so bad.
1: Like If you're just playing out of the box and they just released a second box that adds a bunch of new junk, if you're playing with both of those, that's more than enough.
0: Mm-hmm. What we did was used a uh, combined deck as well, yeah. so uh, it's not like favoring those who spend more money.
1: I think pretty much everyone who's played it for more than uh, one sitting has sort of said communal uh, power decks for the whole thing.
0: There's 20 different classes. Everybody picks two. So you end up getting some really wacky combinations. I played uh, a robot Hawkman. It was, it was it was fantastic.
1: Yeah, and my pick of the week is going out to Shout Factory's latest DVD license. You, you ready for this one, Dylan? You ready? You sitting down?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm it's sitting rebooted. down. It's Whoa, whoa, whoa! Like an actual movie?
1: No. Reboot uh, the TV series will be released on DVD next year.
0: Oh, nice! So they're rebooting Reboot.
1: Yes. The better sequel to Tron, apparently. We
3: haven't seen Legacy yet, so we can't say that. And I stake my claim that You Have Zero Friends, the South Park episode, is a better sequel to Tron than anything out right now.
1: (laughs) Yes. If Jeff Bridges could have shown up in that episode... uh, It would have been better. And Bruce Box that would have been a much better sequel to Tron. All right, let's move into...
3: The main discussion.
1: The main discussion, starting off with Christmas specials that can die in a fire... And I'm just going to say it right now, if you are doing a riff on It's a Wonderful Life or a Christmas Carol, shut up and stop. It's done to death. We really don't need any more. Just putting that out there.
3: Yeah, I'm kind of sick of those, especially because there always seems to be a new one every year. And not to mention, I'm kind of sick of everybody doing a Christmas Carol, especially because that new Jim Carrey one is absolutely atrocious.
2: Doctor Who's doing a Christmas carol.
3: Yes, but it's Doctor Who, which means at least it's going to have an element of silly. It's going to be awesome is what it's going to be.
1: Yeah. Any other suggestions for Christmas episodes or Christmas specials they just hate?
2: All of the Frosty sequels. They are horrible.
1: Yeah.
3: Oh, my God. Mm
2: -hmm. Any
1: sequel to a Rankin-Bass claymation thing is bad.
3: Pretty much. Did you ever see the sequel for the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer ones?
1: Yeah, no, oh, they, no. they ran that at a so loop during uh, a Christmas party I catered at work.
3: They, yeah. I
2: think I boycotted it. You were I don't want to see how bad it is.
3: You're a smart person. Um, I got forced to watch it the other night with the nephews. <laughs> I was like, no, thank you. My, this is my, my nephew who's nine, and he's like, Charlie Brown Christmas is the best Christmas special ever, which he's right. It's a great one. But then he made me watch Rudolph, and I was kind of like, Matthew, we're not watching this anymore. This is bad. <laughs> Then we played Pac-Man. There's so many bad ones out there. Like, I I used to always dislike the um, the Flintstone one.
1: Oh, the Flintstone one's also, like, three hours long.
3: Yeah. I just, I never liked the whole how it changes from Pebble being an adult. Like, Pebble being an adult is already a boring concept. And Bam Bam, while he got older, he didn't change, and he got... Even dumber. So some of those old Hanna-Barbera cartoons, just their Christmas specials were pretty bad for the most part. It wasn't like 90s cartoons where the Christmas specials for the most part were pretty awesome. Also, I hate the Jetsons. Hate. Really? Yeah, why? I I hated the Jetsons Christmas special. Again, probably for the same reason why I don't like the Flintstone one. I just, every time I watched it, I was like, I am not amused by this. There's nothing funny going on. And remember, I have the attention span of like a six-year-old. So it's got to keep me motivated to watch, or else I just I won't be able to sit through it. Like I said, the Hanna Barbera ones they they tend not to do it for me. Come
2: I actually on. liked the Flintstone one when I was little. I haven't seen it for a few years, but I remember actually liking it, even though it was long. But then, unlike you, I guess I had that attention span.
3: See, I, I grew up with like all the like we watched all the classics that everybody sees every year. But I always liked. The Tiny Toons Christmas special and the Animaniacs one, the Pinky and the Brain one. Like, those were ones that I can watch over and over even now, and I still love them. Whereas the old Hanna-Barbera stuff, not so much. For the most
2: part, I think most of the Christmas specials that have been made probably since we've been born are the ones that I tend not to watch. I don't usually like them, aside from the Simpsons ones.
3: Yeah, but those are pretty pretty golden.
0: Did anybody see the the newest uh, Simpsons Christmas special that just came out? No. no, no. With, uh, it, it, it had its moments. There, there, was, a, there was a few uh, points where it kind of did some Family Guy stuff, but uh, that didn't really work. For the most part, I'd say <laughs> it wasn't too bad. The Family Guy Christmas special, on the other hand, I'd actually say was really quite good. I, I liked it quite a bit. Um, did you see it? No?
3: Mm. Hi, did yeah. I did not catch it.
0: Yeah, I, I heartily recommend it actually. It it uh you know, it it uses a full hour slot as opposed to just the half hour. They actually do some pretty fun stuff with it. You know, it's 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 not for kids, but it's uh you know, it it's 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 you know, really funny and uh they actually do some, you know, be beyond the normal uh, you know, fart fart gags. Let's
3: say so. What was the standout feature of this Christmas special exactly?
0: I'll say it's the portrayal of Santa's factory. Uh, I don't want to uh, give away too much, just because you know it's probably probably one of the you know funniest and uh, most engaging scenes of the special is when they first get to it and you you just sort of uh, see what it's like and uh, meet Santa for the first time. Just, just absolutely t- taken aback, not sure if I was you know if I should be laughing or not. And there was a lot of moments like that. Okay. So but then by the end of it, it's, it's really, you know, for lack of a better word, heartwarming how everything, you know, comes together in true Christmas uh, special fashion. So, you know, it, it, it kind of takes you on a whole uh, um, ro- roller coaster ride. And all the while they have those uh, family guy jokes that you just can't help but laugh at.
1: Carrying on with the themes of Christmas episodes of regular shows, I got to give some a big shout out to two recent ones I watched. Uh, a few recent ones. The most recent Family Guy Christmas special, where which takes the formula of the anthologies of interest, and everyone dies at the end of each one.
3: What?
1: Remember that one with the rap about with the Kwanzaa rap?
3: Oh, you oh, mean
0: yeah. Futurama? Futurama. Yeah, Futurama. No, yeah. yeah. You said
3: Family
2: Guy.
0: Oh, right? sorry. Did I? I thought there was a different
2: you one. You did. But- <laughs> I was wondering yeah. why he was going on about.
0: Uh, no, I like, agree. That Futurama one, that was hilarious. Quanzabot was
3: pretty great.
2: Quanzabot's
0: awesome. Thing, I just didn't know what was going on. It's like, wait.
3: <laughs> that didn't happen in Family best? Guy. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, Scott.
1: I also watched the community Christmas special, which is Claymation. <laughs>
3: I haven't and, seen
2: that.
1: Yeah. It involves Abed figuring out the meaning of Christmas now that he's getting older. It turns out. The meaning of Christmas is that we give it meaning. Hmm? There's also a musical number about stuff.
3: I don't know if I want to hear Abed sing again.
1: Uh, Abed sings. While jumping on the roofs of people's cars.
3: That worries me a little bit.
1: Yeah, and another one I watched just yesterday was the Leverage Christmas episode, which features Will Wheaton leading a team of uh, Santas trying to rob a federal bank.
0: That's our will.
1: Yeah, Will Wheaton. you can't. you can't appear on TV without playing a smug bastard anymore.
0: <laughs> will Wheaton. I'll get you. <laughs> will
3: Wheaton. Actually, I just remembered one that I would love to have dying in a fire. I recently watched the Shrek, Trek the Halls. Uh. Uh. I don't like these these uh. Shrek Christmas specials because they really don't change up the formula in any way it's like the same running gag in each one and it's just like oh i'm sick of the babies barfing i'm sick of donkey being you know this eddie well he's eddie murphy and of course he's got to have the uh, black stereotypes in the form of a donkey which just bugs me to all hell
0: yeah i'd I'd say of, of all animated features shrek is the one that probably should have you know stopped while it was ahead. Well, that's just it,
3: the first one was fine. It's once mm-hmm. they decided to make a million sequels for it, it was like no, no, just stop, please. So I admit strange. I like Puss in Boots.
1: Puss in Boots getting his own movie. I don't oh, know I- if I can watch
3: that, yes, Puss in Boots is getting his own movie, Lindsay.
2: I only just watched number four yesterday and I fell asleep.
3: <laughs> so see, it should have stopped while it was ahead. Oh
0: dear. <laughs> Yeah, the, uh, the Christmas special that uh, I just watched, you know, two days ago, I, it's one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time. Is uh, Jingle All the Way. Do you like? Do you like that one?
3: <laughs> that one's fun to
0: watch. Just, just for, for uh,
1: just for Arnold's silly faces. Put the cookie yeah. down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I need to find the Turbo Man doll. <laughs> looked everywhere. Yeah. Kind of like that one part of Christmas, finding the perfect toy, and then it puts Arnold in it. I mean, like, what more could you want?
3: Daddy, you really are Turbo Man. Oh, that movie. I don't was... want Turbo Man for Christmas
1: anymore. I want to ruin the Star Wars franchise. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> and he got his wish.
3: Yeah. Oh. oh, my God. There's so There's many the good Christmas, Christmas movies. You gotta admit I am oh, still yeah. a huge fan of The Home Alone.
1: They're the same movie.
3: You stop. They are not the same no, movie.
0: No, one of them's in New York.
3: Exactly! Yeah, hello. And it
0: has a totally different homeless person.
3: Also, Tim Curry.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: He's the best part of the movie, Scott. They're for a different movie.
1: I'm sorry, Tim Curry's cool, but Scott? it's the same movie.
3: Honey, you're not winning this battle. You haven't convinced anybody every time you bring it up everyone's like no it's a different movie you stop
1: it's the exact same plot
0: in one of them he protects Toy Store with a bunch of uh, silly booby traps from from the same guys in the other one it's a house so it's different different
3: yeah (laughs) are you protecting FAO Schwartz Scott No.
0: no but
1: neither was he because they couldn't use that name
3: in any case stop ruining Home Alone for me Make him stop. It's not it's nice. Three, it's three against one, really, so he sort of has lost this one. Woo! Also, Frosty the Snowman was on the other day, and I was so happy. Cartoon? I, yes. I haven't watched that yet this year. I love it so much. I can watch it every year, and I'm so happy. I'm like a kid in a candy store. I have such a huge list of the ones that I will look up and watch every single year. I think everybody does. It's just one of those, like, there's certain ones that you know you can sit and watch, and it gives you the same feeling you had as a little kid.
1: <laughs> so, Dylan, like, what's your list of ones you watch every year?
0: Oh, well, there's a few. There's uh, Jingle All the Way, The Santa Claus, sometimes, you know. I always – well, you know, n- n- none of the sequels. They they just, they yeah. just don't seem to be trying. But uh, what's another one? It's a uh, – Shoot, I had the name of it. Oh yeah, the Christmas Carol, uh, you know the one that was made in the '90s with uh, that British person.
1: Patrick Stewart?
0: <laughs> no, no, not that British person. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it's the other one. <laughs> he, he, the British yeah, person
2: uh, isn't a good description.
0: Yeah, I know. It's, uh, I, I don't remember his name, but it's uh, the one that was made in the '90s, Muppet Christmas Carol. Gotta love that. Uh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Yeah, so, the old one or the newer one? Yeah, the one that's black and white. So probably the older one. I don't know how many there are though. Good call. Yeah, so that's a selection. You know, Christmas story, always good.
3: Christmas story is amazing, especially with the kid who licks the pole and gets stuck there. <laughs> that's what I have on a Christmas card actually.
2: Someone I know. Um, well. It's like my friend's brother, when he was a kid and at our house, he did that to a popsicle.
0: He got stuck.
3: One Christmas special I love that they don't play enough is, like, everybody gets to watch the the Charlie Brown Christmas, but there was a special few episodes of Charlie Brown where they did some Christmas, you know, specials. One that I loved was where Sally's writing a letter to uh, Santa Claus, and Sally thinks that Santa Claus is actually a woman. So she writes the letter saying, dear Samantha Claus, why can't you be a woman? Why must this be a gender? You know, why is Christmas always such a genderized holiday? (laughs) And ever since then, I I always have that joke in my head uh, around Christmas, especially because my mom will actually come up to me and say, dear Samantha Claus at me. And I'm like, oh, I love you, Sally. (laughs) But I can't remember the rest of that episode, but I always remember that one specific part. Just because Charlie Brown's like Santa's a man, and she's like no, no, Santa's a woman, and they have this whole discussion about gender, and it's just really funny.
1: Speaking of the Charlie Brown Christmas, the Scrubs cast redub of that is fantastic, if only because Linus is played by Dr. Cox. <laughs> so all, all all the discussions between the two of them about the meaning of Christmas starts off with, "Listen up, newbie." <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs>
1: But in terms of Christmas things I watch every year, I have two. One is Die Hard, the best Christmas movie ever made. (laughs) (laughs) I defy you to name a better Christmas movie than Die Hard.
3: My mother would agree with you.
1: And the MST3K episode, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Ooh. Which... Gave us the wonderful song, Have a Patrick Swayze Christmas. The only Christmas carol with an action sequence. (laughs) Mm.
3: You're going to make me watch that, aren't you? Yes. Guys, save me, It's worth it.
0: Go for it. No, no. Do I
3: I have to be drunk? No, because
1: the robots will make fun of it for you, so you don't have to be drunk.
3: Okay. I'll survive, I suppose. I never got through it the first time he made me watch it. (laughs) I fell asleep. And then all of a sudden he's like, wake up! Watch Santa (sighs) Claus do something cool. I'm like, no.
1: Conquers Martians! With whammo air blasters!
0: (laughs) What more do you want?
3: I suppose that's like the greatest thing ever. Maybe. So, I gotta ask everybody. We all have our favorite television shows, and we've talked about a few of them. What are some of your favorite Christmas specials for some of your favorite TV shows? Like, I like all the, mostly all the Simpsons ones. The one for an example where uh, Homer and Marge go shopping at the Try and Save and Bart burns down the Christmas tree.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And then they they blame it on some burglars, and the whole episode is like, with the community helping to pitch in and all this kind of stuff, and and then the citizens actually end up demanding they pay the 15000 back because... They find out Bart actually buried the evidence. I actually thought that one was really clever. Like, not the most hilarious, but, you know, it's one of those ones where Bart actually learns a lesson. Especially considering that Bart's probably one of my least favorite characters on The Simpsons. So, like, I like that one a lot. And I always love the one about the very first Christmas special with Santa's little helper.
2: Mm, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a classic. I like
3: that one. Well, they didn't get any real presents and instead they got a dog. Hint, hint. <laughs>
1: Ask your mother.
3: Damn it. (laughs) He really refuses to buy me a dog. They're more work than children. But I love the puppies. Also, I I think what I like about the Simpsons Christmas specials in particular is that nearly all of them are about Bart learning a lesson in some way. Like, there's the one where he actually shoplifts from the, uh, the try and save. And he actually tries to make up for it when he actually gives Marge a picture of um, himself to replace the ugly family portrait where he's getting pulled away by the security guard. So I, I like that with The Simpsons, they're always trying to teach the one character who is hard to teach a lesson to. They always somehow manage to make it work. And with Bart, you know, like he never wants to learn a lesson. So when he finally does, we kind of can connect with them outside of our you know, wild child days. I have less of those now that I'm older. (laughs) Bart's always reminded
2: me of my brother, so it's not really too much different.
3: Well, I was going to say, I think, you know, if you have an older sibling. Oh, no, he's actually the younger one. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot your brother's younger. But in my case, like, Bart reminds me of my older brother because my brother's a little shit. Even though he's 30 and he's only finally figured life out. He was pulling Bart Simpson's antics, you know, in his early 20s. So I watch it and I think, that's my brother. That's just kind of scary. And yet kind of amusing at the same time.
2: I I don't really, though, getting back on topic, though, I don't really watch the Christmas specials of my favorite shows just because I just find them too cheesy, I guess. So I don't actually watch. I've been sitting here thinking about it. Aside from Doctor Who, and that's only because it's the start of the series, I don't actually watch any of them. Really? Yeah, I just, but then I don't really watch too many, like, sitcoms anyway. Never really have, so I don't really watch them.
3: Ah, that's an interesting Mm -hmm. answer, though. Especially considering like, there's some shows where, you know, they, they go all out when they do a Christmas special. And you're right, some of them do have cheese, but then there's some that are just downright weird. Like with but- South Park, for an example. Oh, oh with the Christmas Tenky... critters.
1: Don't <laughs> even well, like well, that show. critters, to start with. well then critters was much better than anything. Than I think the Tenky. Christmas
0: critters was,
1: yeah. Yeah.
3: No, that one gives <laughs> me nightmares. I don't even want to think about that one.
1: That, that's a, that's what's so, so great about it. It's this brilliant alternative to all the cheese mm-hmm.
3: of the little forest animals killing each other.
1: Yes. Aww. For the that Antichrist,
0: mine has to give birth yep. to the Antichrist. Come on, Barry Bear. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's
3: it's just if you like cute things, you don't watch that episode. <laughs> and I love cute things, so I am not tormenting myself with that one.
0: <laughs> the, the the rhyming with the boy with the little puffball hat is 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 fun though. I like that.
3: <laughs> Aww. No, no. See, now I have nightmares again. <laughs> I hate you guys, except for <laughs> Not Lindsay. Not I didn't bring it up. Except for Lindsay. Uh. Scott's gonna like start singing the song at me like later. No. It's gonna be bad. <laughs> I can see it now.
1: No, no. Patrick Swayze Christmas all the time.
3: <laughs> no, no. See, Scott, you, you've had to suffer everyone in this house singing the Island of Misfit Toys. For the past two days.
2: That, I'm not even, you can't even feel bad for that. I have had the songs that my kids were learning for their Christmas play stuck in my head for about three, four weeks now. And that was done. That was done last week, and I still wake up singing them.
3: No, that's scary.
2: It's horrid. That's what it is. It's absolutely horrid.
3: I know. My mom saw Rudolph the other day, and it's just been stuck in her head since she'll just start singing, and then it gets stuck in my head. And then I like will try to sing something like the Katamari theme song, which I then put in Scott's head, and it's just a vicious cycle. But, but uh, at
2: least okay. they're known. I'm singing like a kid's version production of Scrooge, so it's a ghost of a chance. And I just have all these random lines. Like one of the lines is, wake up, Scrooge, wake up. And that's what I wake up singing. Do, do you sing it with the little British accents like your kids? They pointed out to me the one day that I switched between saying chants and chants. They're like, Miss, Miss, your accent changed. Like, no, <laughs> no, it didn't.
3: <laughs> oh my goodness. See, this is the problem with Christmas time. You, you hear certain songs and they just get stuck in your head. It's like when you watch a show. Certain lines just appear and you're like, oh, why am I saying this? And you remember it's Christmas time. Also, (laughs) new question, just out of curiosity. How many people out here love uh, Nightmare Before Christmas?
2: I've been listening to the soundtrack today.
3: See, that was one of my favorite Christmas movies. Except I never Mm -hmm. saw it in theaters. I saw it as a Christmas special on TV once. We had it on tape.
0: It's actually a curious one. Uh, it's, it's kind of like a Halloween movie, kind of like a Christmas one. So you, you sort of have like several months where you can just watch it anytime. I love it.
1: Well, I, I think I used to watch that on American Thanksgiving because it was a nice bridge between Halloween and Christmas. Yeah. And, you know and, and then the goth kids right? sort of ruined the seri- the movie for me because well, I'm sick, babe.
2: No one can ruin it for me because it's been my favorite since I was a kid. But you know what I actually read about it the other day? is I read that Tim Burton was um, he decided to base the idea somewhat on the Grinch, but he reversed it. So instead of having the main character absolutely hate Christmas, the main character absolutely loves it. I don't remember where I read that, but I read it today.
3: Kind of interesting, actually.
2: That makes sense.
0: I Um, thought so. I thought it was pretty
2: cool. Oh, you know what, though? Mentioning the Grinch, I really... Really hate the film version. I hate the Jim Carrey one. I will not watch it.
3: No, no that's, that's the Jim Carrey one's like atrocious. The only one worth watching is the original animated version. Oh, yeah. I don't I, even I don't acknowledge. I don't even acknowledge the live-action yeah. Dr. Seuss movies because even *Cat in the Hat* was atrocious.
2: They're, they're disgusting. They don't do it any justice. And you know, you know another version of bad version of the Grinch. Um, well, at least the song. My flatmate played me the Glee version of the song, and I was like, turn it off!
1: Glee ruins lots off! of things.
3: That one's really bad. Like i so horrible. I, yeah, no, no, I, I completely agree. I mean, as someone who occasionally now watches Glee, um, that version is absolutely atrocious, and it just shouldn't have been included, especially considering, like, their version of Island of Misfit Toys from Rudolph is actually not too bad. I, I just I refuse to acknowledge live action versions of my favorite holiday, you know, cartoons and stuff. I just the Jim Carrey version in particular rubbed me the wrong way. I just remember my mom going, this is crap. We, we turned it off like we rented it and about 20 minutes in. We, we just couldn't watch it anymore. Like the only parody of the Grinch I can actually say right now that I actually like. There's one um, done by the Angry Video Game Nerd his version of the Grinch is quite great because he gives get kids shitty games for Christmas. And then he gives them back their good games because his heart grew and he goes back to playing his shitty games. Like, if you can find it, it's I think it's on his YouTube. It's either his YouTube page or on cinemassacre.com. But if you watch it, you just laugh because just some of the games he pulls out are hilarious. And it's stuff that... You know, growing up, I got as a kid in my stocking and kind of going like, oh, wow, that was really bad growing up. That's one of the only versions of The Grinch, like, I can actually say I enjoy watching, but nothing beats the original Dr. Seuss cartoon.
2: It's one of mine out of my long list of stuff I watch every year. (laughs) It's one of them in there.
3: I love uh, that one.
0: It's sort of funny because growing up, I never really knew what people saw in The Grinch. Because, uh, see, everybody else had, you know, that animated version of the Grinch, the uh, the one with the music, and, you know, it's really good animation, lots of fun. Now, what I had was this version where it's all, I don't know if you've seen the kind of animation, but it's that sort of 60s stuff with just, like, the s- stable pieces of paper, like, sliding across the screen as somebody reads a book in the background. And, oh, yeah. You know, like, or, or those really old uh, superhero cartoons. Yeah. It was that kind. So I had that, and I was watching it, and you know, it's it's just some guy reading a story with really awful animation, and all everything's like black, white, and green. And I thought it's like, you know, I don't really know why this is one of the considered one of the best specials ever. Years later, I see the real one. And, oh, okay. Like, this is the good one, poor <laughs> yeah. Dylan. <laughs> yeah, you so, poor yeah. soul.
3: You watched the crappy one, the, the other crappy easy. one. Sorry. Yeah.
2: Oh, wait, just sort of completely going off-topic. Have any of you guys ever watched a Claymation Christmas? No. Oh, my God, you need to look it up. It's on YouTube. It's Will Vinton's uh, Claymation Christmas, so it's all the Claymation styles, and you know who does an appearance in it? The California Raisins. (laughs) (laughs) They sing Rudolph. What? (laughs) Yeah, it's this Christmas special that's hosted by um, Rex and Herb, two dinosaurs. And it's sort of like a talk show and they play just different Christmas carols and have different like um, claymation videos for them. And it's amazing, like I absolutely love it. It's been one of my favorites as a kid and no one knows it. But it was from the era of the California Raisins. So it's rather, (laughs) it's really funny. It's totally on YouTube and it's only like three parts. You should give that a watch this year. I'm going to have to now. You have to. Just to see you know,
3: California raisins before we heard off the red-nosed reindeer. <laughs>
2: yeah, but the rest of it is absolutely brilliant. Like I, I actually I showed it to my students this year, too, because they were inside at lunch. So I'm like, okay, hey, we're going to watch my favorite Christmas special. They're like, what's this, miss? It was so funny. And then they're just sitting there laughing right through it with some of the cartoons. It was great.
3: That's good, right? You're introducing it to kids who've never seen it before.
2: And there's camels wearing high tops. (laughs) Love it. They're singing We Three Kings, they wear high tops. Sounds fun. It is. It's brilliant. you got to watch it.
1: Speaking of things on YouTube, but you probably shouldn't watch, the Star Wars Holiday Special.
0: No. Oh, so it's come to this. Prolonged
1: know. sequences of untra- unsubtitled Wookiee dialogue.
0: No,
3: thank you. I don't want to. I don't want to watch that.
0: I like the Jefferson Starship part. Sweet holograms. <laughs> Doesn't really have to do with anything, but.
1: <laughs> well, th- there's a lot of things in that special that don't have anything to do with anything, like the instructional video. Oh yeah. Or that, that weird porno that, that Itchy watches.
0: And that really strange cooking show.
1: Yes, you know? the, the strange cooking show. And uh, Carrie Fisher was obviously high whenever she was on screen. <laughs> also, <laughs> B. Arthur.
0: Yeah, B. Arthur, <laughs> and she was. Her her songs weren't bad. It's just you know like, they they just didn't have to do with anything. <laughs> Very waste of time that one. Yeah. Speaking
3: you know. of a good one, how about the Pinky and the Brain? Christmas special, which I know is one of Scott's favorites.
1: Not as good as the Halloween special for Pinky and the Brain.
3: Scott, we're talking about Christmas specials.
1: I know, but the Halloween one was better.
3: Talk about how you almost cry every time you watch the Pinky and the Brain one. Aww.
1: (laughs) You don't cry during that. You have no soul.
3: He's right. It's so
0: sad. (laughs) I've got to check it out. I love Pinky and the Brain, but I've never seen that.
2: Yeah, I haven't seen it either.
1: They they try and steal Santa's sleigh to uh, to put basically sort of a tickle me brain doll in every children's stocking, which would eventually hypnotize the children into making brain king of the world.
3: And then it just kind of unravels into something that's actually really sad. <laughs> no like, spoilers, no spoilers, but it's it's really good, especially just because it's. Well, cause considering Christmas specials are almost always about bad people learning a lesson, well, Brain gets a big one in that one. Plus, I mean, Pinky <laughs> is like the cutest thing ever, and I love him so much. <laughs> we know. Chief Brain, eh? what you want to do
0: tonight? <laughs> Same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world.
3: <laughs>
2: See, you sounded incredible... like Jim Carrey when you said that. <laughs>
3: Like, that was one of the best Christmas specials. Another one I also liked was the Tiny Toons ones. But I was a big Tiny Toons nut growing up as a kid. I can see that. I was huge into Tiny Toons. Like, I I always liked my my Looney Tunes. um, Just even, like, the original Looney Tune Christmas specials. Mm. Like, I grew up watching those, and I I adored them. I used to pee my pants laughing all the time. (laughs) Yes. Knows how I phrased that. <laughs> well done, Sam.
2: Well done. Yep.
1: Uh, another favorite sort of take over the world Christmas special I like is the Sergeant Frog Christmas episode.
0: Wow. Ow.
1: Where they they try and take over the take advantage of the fact that no one's paying attention to take over the world, and it, then they end up delivering toys using their alien technology in the hopes that they get on the nice list and receive Gundam models.
2: that (laughs) is very silly that's
1: what the Sarge lives for Gundams and world domination
3: (laughs) take your word for that haven't seen it Uh. most people haven't
1: it's
3: not an easy one to find unfortunately
1: Mm
3: -hmm. oh seeing ones that aren't easy to
2: find do you know what I found on YouTube what? um, there was this Christmas special that I remembered liking when I was a little kid And I hadn't seen it again until I think last year. And it's called Candy Claws. And it's a cartoon where this family, they make Santa Claus two dolls to give him as a present. Because he doesn't get presents at Christmas. And, well, the one doll sort of gets stolen and the other one goes to Santa and Mrs. Claus. And she turns real and they name her Candy Claws. And I watched it the other year and there's this song in it where it's just singing about her, and oh my god, I swear, whoever made that cartoon was on acid. Like, I just watched it, and I was just like, oh my god, how did I ever like this cartoon? It was scary.
3: I think I have those moments, like, every day now, when I rewatch something from my childhood, and I'm like, wait, why did I like this? good example was rewatching Red and Stimpy. (laughs) Yeah. I had to finally admit that Ren and Stimpy's really bad. I know some... I
2: can't remember who else I know, but I know somebody who really liked Ren and Stimpy. I
3: personally never watched it. Loved Ren and Stimpy as a kid, and now I'm realizing as I'm older, it's like, oh, this is actually really bad and kind of disgusting. But that's what Netflix teaches me. It teaches me that my childhood is uh, not as awesome as I'd hoped. It's all how you
2: view it. It's all about your perspective. Remember, we write our own history. That's probably true. Oh no, it is. I said it, so it must be.
1: It's on the internet. It must be true.
2: Yeah, it's. It will be there now. She said it. Therefore, good. Good test.
1: We'll update Wikipedia right now.
0: Woo! Now I'm just thinking of uh, you know somebody who's d- done a whole bunch of uh, movie reviews getting visited by the ghost of Christmas specials past present and future <laughs> I'm not learning that all Christmas specials at all times are you know corny and
2: special
1: they're all pretty lame
2: but they're supposed to be it's Christmas. I have to admit, though, I'm a huge fan of pretty much anything Rankin-Bass. Like, to me, Rankin-Bass is Christmas.
1: Even though they've stopped showing all the ones that were actually based on the nativity, because it,
2: you can't Any watch... Any of them. Hey. I don't, like, um for the most part, though, I stick with uh my few favorite ones each year, because they're hard to find. Like, I always watch um, The Adventures of Santa Claus. I love that one. It's got the fairies. I don't know why it is they have fairies.
1: Apart from us, we're just sorting out some technical difficulties.
0: Okay, so it looked like the reindeer went and nibbled on the cable wires or something there because I think we just had a a little hiccup.
1: But we are back, minus Lindsay. If you missed her, you should write complaints to our email at sbopodcast at gmail.com.
0: Make sure they're strongly worded.
1: Yes. If they are not strongly worded, we will not read them on the air. (laughs) Actually, complete tangent, we're on iTunes now. Anyone who gives a, who puts up an iTunes review of us will uh, receive no prize. A genuine autographed no prize, no less.
3: That makes no sense. I disapprove. I want my prize, damn it. I'm going back to RPG Backtrack, where at least I can get a prize.
1: No, you can't. You work there.
3: I give away prizes.
1: Yes, but you give away bad games.
3: No, I don't.
1: You give away the ones you don't want.
3: Maybe. That's not true. It's it, not true.
1: It, it is.
3: I cry. At least, I again, at least there's prizes over there. Unlike this podcast, which gives me no prizes. And instead I come out wanting to cry halfway through.
1: Hurts you too, Sam.
3: Hurts you too. Except not really. <laughs> okay, continue.
1: Before... Before I realized that the uh, recording had gone all kefluey on me, I was talking about the antidote to Christmas cheese, which was the supernatural Christmas, which shows just how depressing the life of monster hunting can be, as well as having blood sacrifice and crazy old couples of pagan gods who won't let you swear as they rip out your fingernails.
3: Remember, they're telling them to be good little boys because swearing is naughty.
1: Yes, but it still has the best Christmas gift ever, Motor Oil and uh, Porno Mags.
3: I want Motor Oil and Porno Mags, Don't, Batman comics.
1: Doesn't everyone? Doesn't Pretty ever, much. Speaking of Batman, the animated series had some pretty good uh, Christmas episodes. We had Christmas with the Joker, which I believe actually originated the parody version of Jingle Bells with the Batman lyrics.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: Jingle bells, Batman that smells. House. Robin laid your neck. That Batmobile lost its wheel. Joker got away. Like, hey,
0: spontaneously appeared on the playgrounds on its own. I don't know.
3: Awesome. Yeah. I love Batman. The animated series just had good ones.
1: And then there was Holiday Nights, where you, which was a bunch of short stories, which had Joker trying to bomb New Year's. Uh, harvey bullock dressed up as a mall santa trying to foil Clayface.
0: Hmm. Uh, something you were you were talking about earlier that i don't think we've mentioned on the recording yet an Anne rand christmas special
3: oh, yes dear. i linked that what,
0: what is you... the deal
3: <laughs> it was a radio production where she pretty much bitched about why she thinks christmas is a bad bad scene because you remember it's ayn rand and she hates everything ayn That's rand true.
1: hates everything
0: Uh, And you have to
3: remember with objectivism, you know, Mm -hmm. she's always going to be against something that's considered commercial and can't blame her in some ways, but she's kind of a nut job. So it's hard. She's also
1: against togetherness and friendship.
3: (laughs) (laughs) How can you appreciate someone who uh, hates togetherness and friendship?
1: And she hates puppies.
3: I don't like Ayn Rand because she hates puppies.
0: Imagine a version of the Grinch with Ayn Rand <laughs> <laughs> up, up on the mountain, like, hating um, all the other uh, f- contemporary philosophies. And then she goes down and uh, puts copies of Atlas Shrugged in everybody's <laughs> Oh, it'd
3: be amazing. Except for the part where, would her heart ever actually grow two sizes too big? Um, Probably not.
1: <laughs> well, that's actually a horrible medical medical condition. It's a very painful death. <laughs>
3: oh, good. Oh, other other awesome Christmas specials. I really really love the Big Bang Theory Christmas special, where Penny buys Sheldon a gift. And Sheldon has a complete freak out because it means that he has to go out and buy a gift. And it turns out at the end of the episode that what she got him was an autographed napkin by Leonard Nimoy. And he can't
0: possibly live up to that.
3: Yeah, (laughs) that's that's the best part of the whole episode is he's like he gives her all of these gift baskets. And he's like, this is not good enough for you, is it? Oh, it's not good enough. And he's like, I'll give you more. And he pulls out the entire, his whole bedroom of gift baskets. He pulls out every single one and gives them to her. And meanwhile, you know, she's just like, it's just a signature. And Sheldon says, do you understand who this signature belongs to? So it's kind of interesting when you have the contrast between the two characters. To Penny, it's just a signature, but to Sheldon, she did the most amazing thing in the world and it's kind of awesome just because considering how the two of them get along it's really fun to see when they have those moments where they sort of come together especially because Sheldon hates most of Penny's antics and yet she's the one who always does something really sweet for him and he just he's never sure how to react and I always love the end of that episode just his freak out is just how about those Frasier Christmas specials Dylan
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's been a lot of them. I I just love that show. But uh, I think probably... So anyway, yeah, Frasier had a number of Christmas specials because it ran so long. In every single one of them, it's just hilarious how they bring back things. Like, uh, there's always a contention between Frasier and his dad. His dad wants to have this, like, you know... The kitschy Christmas. Dancing dancing Santa, you know, and all the decorations everywhere. Frasier tries to have it, you know, keep some semblance of, you know, upper class style in the apartment. (laughs) And uh, hilarious hijinks ensue. Yeah.
3: I like hilarious hijinks.
0: I I think one of the best ones was where, uh, where Frasier is, you know, he's, he's trying to date this Jewish woman. And so it's Christmas time and he, he makes everybody in the family pretend that they're Jewish escalates and escalates and they're just trying to hide everything and you know uh more of that you know that kind of thing they do in fraser all the time uh where there's all that misinformation but then it just really culminates when um you know he was rehearsing for a play and then niles walks in dressed as jesus (laughs) and yeah they're they're saying things like uh you know it's like oh i i hear you're busy this time of year (laughs) and stuff like that it's just yeah, just lots of jokes. It's all character-driven stuff, too, so... It's it's actually kind of funny. And, until we started really talking about these uh, Christmas specials, I didn't realize just how many shows had them.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, MASH had more Christmas episodes than Christmases during the Korean War. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, my goodness, yeah. That's
0: hilarious.
3: It's kind of weird when you think about it, though, how many seasons MASH had the number of christmases they celebrated yep. because they always did a christmas special
0: maybe they just uh celebrated the same one multiple times but
3: <laughs> if that's what i mean it's like continuity
1: didn't happen
3: didn't happen no
0: <laughs> or, or 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 maybe just uh in that one division they forgot to tell them the war was over <laughs>
1: <laughs> no but Pretty that much. was well that was the thing was that they they could have done that except for the finale where they tell them the war's over
0: <laughs> oh okay <laughs> there's just these guys still fighting in this one small province <laughs> well, man choppers like... haven't shown up in a while what's going on
3: <laughs> it's not like it the korean war was even that long <laughs> a silly years, korean yeah. war
1: <laughs> well mash we definitely had a very silly korean war just clinger alone
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right other christmas episodes Actually, just taking a little side trip into comics for Christmas. There there's there's like six different Punisher comics where he shoots down mob bosses wearing Santa outfits.
0: Oh, that, that, that really reminded me of the uh, Futurama episode where uh, of Xmas. Xmas where the robot Santa goes around like bombing people.
1: Well everyone's on the naughty list.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Except
1: Zoidberg. <laughs> Yay, a pogo stick! <laughs>
3: I love Dr. Zoid Burke. I love him so much.
1: And Kwanzaa Bot, man. Kwanzaa Bot. (laughs) Just another year of me giving out these books again. What the hell is
0: Kwanzaa? (laughs) Not even Kwanzaa Bot knows what Kwanzaa is. (laughs) Well,
1: I love the rap where he explains it. He gives up on the, like, he only raps about, like, four of the principles. It's like, there's some other ones, but they don't really rhyme.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've got some uh, other... Holiday cheer to spread around this uh, this fanciful winter day, so I'm gonna have to probably take off pretty soon here. So uh, I'm gonna give my shout out to all the listeners. Wish them all a merry Christmas, uh, happy Hanukkah, and a solemn, dignified Ramadan.
1: Ramadan's like <laughs> a month ago.
0: Well, I don't know. I was, He's know, doing the crusty the crusty thing.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> I already did my holiday thing where I wished every. Of uh, people happy every holiday that happens in December, including oh. this, including the Sweater Festival
3: and Festivus. Festivus, <laughs> Just today. We will be airing those grievances in the car. Yep. As Dylan, did you ever meet my friend Ada?
1: Yes, I believe.
0: Yes,
3: my Scott my crazy Scottish friend. Yeah, she's coming back <laughs> today. So she's like, Yay, Festivus! Airing airing of grievances. <laughs> It'll pretty much just be her and Scott. They're the Seinfeld nuts, after all. But so, yeah, no, we should also wrap this up, since Scott and I need to go to the airport soon.
1: Enjoy the weather or something. Good afternoon. Have
3: fun in the fort, Dylan.
1: <laughs> uh, I thought they smelled bad... on the outside. I thought they smelled bad on the outside. At under license. Check out our website at SPO. Podcast Check us out on Twitter at SBO Podcast or our Facebook page at I Thought They Smell Bad on the inside. Or kick me an email at SBO Podcast at gmail.com.